What's up, everybody, and welcome back to Baseball Connection. So, I know we talked about the A's yesterday, but they continued their streak. This was a crazy game yesterday. It it looked like this streak was about to come to an end, and it really should have. It really should have. I mean, they scored three runs in the bottom of the 10th to win this game on back-to-back errors. They didn't even record a hit in extras. Because of a bunch of errors, the Minnesota Twins literally threw this game away. Literally. Luis Arias fielded a ground ball, which should have ended the game. And he throws it wide left to first base. And it was not even close. He threw it just into the bullpen. It was really bad. So, the A's streak stays alive. And they're at 11 consecutive wins. They, I, I mean, by the skin of their teeth, they just, they just got pretty... Lucky on this one. They got gifted. That's what happens when you're hot. You find ways to win. But this game was a bit of a home run derby at one point. I mean, it was just home runs flying out of the yard. I mean, Matt Olson, two home runs. Seth Brown hit a home run. I mean, you saw, I mean, who was it? Yeah, Nelson Cruz on the Twins, a couple home runs. Byron Buxton, a home run. And balls were flying out of the yard at the ODOT Co. But it really did seem like the Twins were going we're gonna to secure this thing. I mean, even StatCast had their win probability all the way up up near 100%, and then all of a sudden you just see that flip in the other direction going to an A's victory. But this was the second time the A's have won on a walk-off error in the last four days, and like I said, this is kind of one of those things that happens when you're, when you're pretty hot. But, um, you know, guys up and down that lineup are producing Jed Lowry, a dude who, for some reason, only knows how to hit when he's with the Oakland Athletics. He's been stellar this year, two for five with two doubles yesterday. He's a doubles machine in Oakland. Notice how I keep saying in Oakland. But he's batting in a three-hole for them, and he's looking really good this year. But Byron Buxton, man, this dude was a little banged up yesterday, but that didn't stop him. That didn't stop him from making a phenomenal catch out in center field. He went three for six with a double and a home run, a sixth home run of the year. I mean, Byron Buxton is having an all-star year. A 1456 OPS is just absolutely insane what he's doing. Josh Donaldson went four for six with a home run and two ribbies in this game as well. Just a lot of offense, like I mentioned. But at the end of the day, sometimes it's better to be lucky than good. And the Oakland A's are now 12-7 and seven as they ride their way to... I mean, I think that's the most wins in the American League. I'm pretty sure. Yeah, they have this. They and Boston have the same record at 12 and seven, leading the American League. In other news, there is an elephant in the room here, ladies and gentlemen. There is an elephant in the room, and this is something I I had been hearing some whispers about, but I hadn't really seen much about it until now. And that is Freddie Freeman's contract negotiation between. Him and the Braves. So, as of right now, there there are no extension talks between him and Atlanta. It's hard to imagine him playing elsewhere because he's been an institution in Atlanta since his career began in 2010. But there is a chance this will be his final season with the Braves. I mean, he's the reigning National League MVP. And he's set to reach the open market over the winter. And if he does, he'll become one of the highest profile free agents on the market this winter. Honestly, probably the highest. He'll be the highest uh, profile free agent on the market this winter, definitely. And that's 
that, that's pretty interesting to think about because it's just hard to imagine him playing anywhere other than Atlanta. I mean, he's already received one pretty good contract, a pretty lucrative contract from the Braves. I mean, he signed an eight-year, $135 million extension in February 2014. But obviously, you know, he's he's looking for another one. He's soon to be 32. He's not going to sign an eight-year deal again, but a five-year, five or six-year deal worth somewhere $25 million plus a year doesn't seem outlandish it actually seems pretty light honestly like a five-year 125 seems pretty light for freddie freeman i can see him commanding at least 30 a year for sure i mean a comparable contract would be paul goldschmidt who signed the five-year 130 million dollar guarantee with the cardinals in 2019 at the age of 31 so freeman is definitely going to try to top that and look to be even above that and yeah that's that's interesting or freeman might just want to go to free agency and let a bunch of teams bid for him rather than giving the Braves a hometown discount. So yeah, if the Braves aren't able to lock him up before the offseason opens, then they're going to have a multi-team bidding war. His price will obviously go up. But obviously, Freeman has done enough on the field to earn another lucrative deal. I mean, four-time All-Star and he's I mean, this dude has a 139 career weight runs created plus high batting average as well, 245 career homers, and he's only missed four games dating back to the beginning of the 2018 season. So he's on pace for another tremendous year. He's got a 140 WRC plus, five homers, and you know, great peripheral stats because his batting average is a bit low right now, but his Statcast data suggests that you know it's it's gonna. It's going to be looking better because his bad bip right now is at a 188, the batting average on balls in play. His career mark for that is a 339. So if he hits, if if he if he's luckier, if he's less unlucky, and his bad bip gets back to where his career numbers are, we'll see that batting average rise up to around that 300 mark that we're used to seeing for Freddie Freeman. But he's looking good. His stack has profile is exit velo and everything is is on point. So Mr. Freeman will definitely get his get his bag when that time comes. But that is the elephant in the room because not many people have discussed that. And I, I hadn't really kept an eye on it until now. I'm like, wow, yeah, he really could be he really could be um he really could be up for a new contract or up for free agency if they don't extend him. So we have some some fun weekend series kicking off. Um even today, actually, some four-game series kicking off today. We have Padres and Dodgers round two. I'm not sure if that's going to be a four-gamer, but, I mean, I, I know some others I have kept an eye on. For example, um, the Red Sox and Mariners in Boston, the Angels and Astros in Houston. We have round two of Padres-Dodgers. We just saw them last week, but um, it's going to be good. Denelson Lamette did make his 2021 debut yesterday, but it was very short-lived, unfortunately. After two innings, he was pulled with right forearm tightness. And, yeah, that's a bummer because he was looking to make that four, part of that four-headed monster. Obviously, they already have Darvish, Snell, and Musgrove. Having a healthy Lamette would have been fourth right there, but he just hasn't been able to avoid the injury bug. So... We'll keep an eye on what's going on around the league, but I really, if you didn't get to check out that unreal walk-off win for Oakland, they are the talk of town right now. And um, yeah, they're hot right now. They're streaking. But that's going to do it for today. If you enjoyed this, please share it with someone who'd be interested and we'll see you next time on Baseball Connection.